Everybody's got a financial plan till they get punched in the wallet. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Daily Budget, a podcast by Billionera. You know us from our few cringy YouTube videos and also our Instagram where we post uh, daily vocabulary, financial literacy, and we are here today now with our first podcast episode. Yes. And in a way, it's a little a little meta because the reason that we're doing a podcast and the inspiration for it is also the inspiration and the message behind this first episode. In that when we started Billionera, I should say when Marco started Billionera <laughs> and then wrote me into it, the idea that we had for this was was something very different than how it looks today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were talking about master classes, courses, I don't know, with some YouTube videos on the side. Totally cringy. Totally and... totally not what we're moving forward to. And it's like thinking about it right now, it was too much more like school based as opposed to based on what you guys want. Yeah. But even just the medium. The medium was very different because we had you know we were thinking of YouTube videos yeah. and in the same kind of style as you see with so many YouTubers seven reasons why you should buy three iced coffees a day that kind of thing and while we knew that we wanted to transition to a podcast eventually mm-hmm. we quickly came to realize when we were doing the videos that our best interactions actually came in between takes and when the camera wasn't rolling the kind of off-the-cuff ad hoc conversations, remarks, and insights, and we realized that you know what we what we needed to do was get started on the podcast early. Yeah, so we want to bring the raw, uncut facts <laughs> from our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> yes, completely unedited awkwardness and. Realness, genuine authenticity. Absolutely, absolutely. And this kind of circles back to you know, our our beginning our beginning quote, you know, inspired by none other than Michael Tyson himself. And going, you know, just like this podcast, it, you know, was not the original embodiment of our vision for Billionera. So too, do. Pretty much everyone find themselves in situations vastly different than what they envision yeah. five, ten, even one year or six months prior. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about that from a financial perspective. And I think we can we can just kick things off by maybe talking a little bit about our stories and you know how we've ended up where we are today versus where we we thought we'd end up or where we, we <laughs> yeah plan to end up you know several years back so do you want to start um well had you asked me where i would be right now i'd say in a bank working with clients specifically rich clients um but that change you know i wanted like um finding finding a way to bring about my knowledge and my skills in, in finance and and in a way that actually helps people, you know, that was like the first thing. That's like yeah. always like the most cringy way of saying it or like the most like politically correct way mm-hmm. of saying it. What I really wanted to do is have freedom, guys. Like that's as simple as you can put yeah. it. 
Let's like as a kid, what was your dream job? Did you have one? Yeah, investment banker. That or a pilot for the Royal Canadian Air Force, guys. I know, Fed. Well, well, one of those two is cool. The other one, like, what kind of six-year-old dreams of being an investment? <laughs> yeah. The one that's been like freaking manipulated by uh, <laughs> by fancy cars and movies, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> and yourself. Uh, well, kind of in the same vein, I thought I was going to be a corporate banker, so maybe not investment banking necessarily, yeah. but it also depends on your definition of investment banking because it it's a fairly ambiguous term that can mean many, <laughs> many things. Right, right. But for me, I really wanted to pursue, I mean, really just the blind pursuit of money. Mm. And I chose to study business at university much to that end. And I had it, you know, I had it all laid out. I had it all visualized in my mind. I would graduate, I'd get a job, you know, in corporate banking, likely with one of the big five here in Canada, and then just move onwards and upwards and live the, you know, live the Bay Street life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, you know, I assumed I was like, oh, I'm going to be earning six figures. Everything was great, and it was it was weird because six figures. I've always had it in my mind that Yo, six you need figures. to make six figures in order to live any kind of a, a happy or satisfied life. Like a hundred thousand was my magic number. That was and the I, minimum, right? Exactly. Anything below that, and you're living the life of a peasant, and you know. Stupid me. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> Very what, a, stupid you. what a shock. What a shock I was in for once I graduated. And, oh, and entry level First size, job offer. $30,000. $30, I still remember my first official like, full-time job after graduating. It was all an alternative. So, oh, yeah. God. And what was it? My salary? $34,311 mm. a year for you know a what was called a personal banking associate which is essentially you know the the person you go you know whose office you go into when you step in a bank and you want to talk about something so, yeah, your that's financial. a level above what the tellers will deal for yeah. so your financial advisor anything but the teller really and mm. yeah how did that how did that propel you like outside of that realm like how did you want to get out of there well first and foremost i think it was the sales aspect that kind of that uh, yeah drove me away because I am not a natural salesperson. I've never liked it, at the very least in that kind of corporate, you know, target environment and cold calling. Man, cold calling. Mm -hmm. If I, I, that's a whole other podcast. Me just ranting about cold calling. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a question because it kind of like relates to me too because. A lot of people that I know within the financial realm, they kind of, they say usually the same thing, the, the mm -hmm. pressure from the sales, the inability to actually learn um, what they want, how to target some of their life goals. Yeah, they don't really teach you much of that in the realm, but just to jump out of that, like, how did, how did you know that you wanted to focus on something different within the, within the realm of finance? When, when you say different, are you talking about like so, post bank, but still staying in finance or yeah. getting out of finance altogether? Um, when I made something different, I mean, how did you control the narrative as to what your life within finance would be? Whether it was teaching it, learning it or um, like whatnot, like how did you, did you take control uh, okay. of that? Well, the, the truth is I, I didn't really like when I started working for the bank full time and I realized that 
uh, long story short, I hated it. And, it, you know, it was, it was kind of a crisis moment for me, actually. You know, here I was just out of university. I spent four years and you know, tens of thousands of dollars studying and preparing myself for this life of banking. And yes, I know that, that working in a retail environment versus a corporate environment are two very different things. Yeah. But when I got a taste of just the type of work, the you know, the atmosphere, the vibe, I it just it was not for me and I quickly realized like I cannot do this. And so it it basically sent me into this kind of little crisis spiral where I left. I got a job at uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Car. <laughs> and yeah, here I am saying, oh, I'm not a sales guy. And then I go into enterprise where it's all just upsells. <laughs> yeah, so the irony isn't lost on me, but I spent a year and a half there. I actually did very well there. I worked my way up from you know the entry level to a branch manager by the time I left. And at that point, I had a friend in the government who reached out and offered, you know, hey, Alex, I know you've been working like 80, 90 hour weeks at enterprise, you know, my department is looking for some people if you think you'd want you'd be interested so you know i jumped at the chance to do that yeah and i spent the next year working overnights in the government Jeez. yeah taking a slight pay cut from what i was making as a branch manager but at least i had you know your typical 37 and a half hour working week i had vacation <laughs> but I, vacation. I didn't have a, what i didn't have was a sleep schedule but I did that for a year, and then during that time, I was applying for you know various competitions. Yeah. And I ended up getting the position where I am now, which has been absolutely phenomenal. And it's, like, it's not, it's nothing like I thought it would be. Like it's, it's nowhere near where I thought I'd end up. Like public service is never a place where I envision myself, especially with someone as someone with a business and finance education. Yeah. I always envision myself working, you know, for corporate banking, the multinational corporations, living the, you know, the jet setting corporate life and having the finances to boot. And then, you know, I spent a couple of years earning, you know, your relative, like your entry level salaries. And I learned really that, that, you know, my, my magic number was not at all realistic mm. like you can you can live comfortably on much less than a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah of course I mean depending on your situation right you, you know that's kind of a kind of a blanket statement but in general as long as you're careful with your money and you know how to budget and how to how to use it a lot of people don't need as much as they think that's right the one thing you want to avoid in life is to be rich broke where you instead of a $300 credit card bill you have a $50,000 credit card bill yeah. and you're still over your top of your income yeah. right or you have see the people like Dave Ramsey has you know some great YouTube videos some of his callers they're very entertaining to listen to yeah <laughs> and what surprised me was the amount of people who would phone in and they say oh I make $200,000 a year but I'm still broke and it's that's it's because how that's because even though they had a plan, they took a punch to their wallet. <laughs> yeah, and so this is where we're, we'll get into a little more, you know, the finance aspect of things. But just as with, you know, each of our careers, when, well, Mark, you didn't really talk too much about your careers. So why don't you, why don't you uh, 
fill the lovely listeners in. Ah, uh, yeah, career. Um, I'm never like I'm not too cool with having a career. I've never really lasted too long in anything that settled in what a career would be. Um, I like independence. I like ownership, and I like making it happen. And I think that's the hashtag I'm going to start using. It I'm going to start using now yeah. well, is hashtag making it happen. Because the things that we want in life, the goals and the, and and the aspirations that we have, they're continuous goal, right? Once you, even if you've reached a million dollars, do you stop after? No, you no. Even if you have the house that you want, do you stop? No, you still have to take care of the home, right? Yeah. So I, I was gonna say, I, I think we should qualify when you're saying talking about a career, you're talking about a nine to five, like mm-hmm. a regular corporate job, because obviously you want a career. <laughs> Well, my my career or my life right now, I'm a business owner and I do bookkeeping, and um, it's it pays well, relatively well. I do also like I do also part like um, offhand jobs for friends and family because I'm a man of many talent. <laughs> but um, anything within the financial realm or technology is are things that I'm very interested in. I think it's it's what's going to be leading the world or is currently leading the world is your money and. Uh, your your tech, <laughs> or should I say your iPhone now? <laughs> yeah. So, your money and the the unforeseen circumstances, the the tw- the bends in the road, the the wrench in the works that life throws at you. Yeah. Yeah. It it happens to it happens to everyone. Whether it's a major car repair that comes you know that comes up out of nowhere, like the time my uh, my first car, which was. Uh, a 17-year-old BMW, the radiator sprung a leak and essentially exploded on my way home from work oh, one day. And I was driving along one moment and then the next moment, just steam gushing out, oh, God. engine overheating. Yeah, it cost, uh, it, it cost a fair bit to fix. And a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people will find themselves mm-hmm. in, in a much less fortunate situation in that they may not have the financial means to pay for these things. And that's why like we come we came with the daily budget podcast as a way to remind people like every on an everyday basis you could make changes to improve your financial life. It doesn't need, it doesn't necessarily have to mean like oh I'm not buying food today so tomorrow I yeah. could be rich. No, <laughs> it comes with little purchases or um or as some of our last video says how but by how to save more money by spending more, you know it's fi- it's by finding a strategic planning to your financial life. Yeah, and we like we are you know as we record these podcasts and as we you know spread our message, we are learning as well. You know yeah. we are we are both firm believers in in the you know the idea that we never stop learning we are lifelong students in this case we are lifelong students of money <laughs> how it works how to make more of it how not to waste it and how to make the best decisions in your individual circumstance and that is exactly what this podcast you know like you said is is intended to cover we want yeah. we want to talk about pretty much anything and everything and you know we'd love to grow it to the point where we start taking your calls as well yeah, yeah. you know and and talk and you know be able to give some guidance some advice because it's one thing to you know record ourselves sitting here and you know, <laughs> post that for all to see slash watch slash here is what I meant to say and it's another you know to really be able to communicate 
with you one on one. So, yeah. you know, in the in these early stages, we are, you know, we're doing we're doing our best to you know grow grow our tiny little brand here into something <laughs> that can that can really become you know a force for positive change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to go back to us, the previous conversation we we're just having, um, a quote kind of sh- struck to me like everything you learned, you learned everything you needed to know, you learned as a child, and it kind of uh, and it, it is facts. Think about your social skills, your your like the way you interpret in, interpret in, interpret 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 information. English is hard. Guys. We'll try to cut that one out. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> I'm the editor. Yeah, and and, and it's right. And one thing that, reason why I use the the quote now, making it happen, and if you think about it, even when you're a kid, the information that you're taking in is constantly being updated and and being interpreted in a way that you actually understand more from it. Mm -hmm. Not just that, now you can also ask questions. And that's what we're doing here with Billionaire. We're making it happen because... We're, we want you to ask questions, but we're also going to be asking questions that relate to you. Deep questions and as well as some simple, fun questions. Mm-hmm. Reason why is because we're making it happen. Yeah, we want to present a challenge function to your financial lives. There are many people out there who give great financial advice. Um, and each one of them has their own perspective and brings their own experience to the table. Yeah. You have Dave Ramsey, for instance, who, you know, some, I've, I've seen some people describe him as an austerity pimp. <laughs> beans and rice, rice and beans. And a very hardline, very almost extremist mm-hmm. view. But he comes from having the experience of, you know, becoming bankrupt after, after you know, becoming a millionaire. And so, for him, finance and you know debt in particular, he treats it as like a recovering addict, <laughs> where it's something to be avoided at all yeah. costs. <laughs> and then you have someone like uh, Graham Stephan, you know, a very another very popular YouTuber um, who talks about finance. You know, he made his money in real estate yeah. and by living extremely frugally. You know, the things he does, a lot of people are not willing to do or rather very uncomfortable with things like you know your what was it he does the 20 cent iced coffees or something (laughs) and just you know living living very frugally like being smart with your money means making a lot of uncomfortable choices and it means sacrificing some things in the short term to you know be able to enjoy so much more in the long term and we as people as humans you know we have this unique wonderful ability to visualize and conceptualize the future and yet so many of us especially when it comes to money are so stuck in the present moment that we don't take the time to adequately plan for our financial futures and financial literacy is just one of those things that is so undertaught and undervalued and so many people especially the younger generations you know millennials generation z you know the people who we are primarily trying to reach 
You they, know, they don't know anything. Yeah, you know what's hard about it is the fact that like, especially like, I can say, I could talk from first-hand experience. It's very hard to determine what has real value versus what is just pure pleasure. Because a lot of the time it would, it would have, the, it does have the same reaction within your head, you know? Your mind doesn't know the difference. <laughs> because as long as you find pleasure, as long as you find some type of good within it, your mind's gonna, is gonna try to focus it as a, a good thing. So now, um, now growing up is how do you make the decisions that are less pleasurable but more rightful for your financial or your goal-oriented future yeah. delayed gratification delayed that gratification is, that is the word of the day <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah patience is a virtue is what they say exactly well i think back to when i i leased a brand new mustang summer <laughs> 2016 i leased a 2017 mustang for three years that was no delayed gratification. That was me, me see, me want, me do, me, me buy, get, me get, me lease. Me get. And here I sit four years later thinking of what I could have done with the like $18,000 or thereabouts I end up spending on that car over the three years. And if I had invested that 18 grand, how much more it, hmm. you know, I would have today. And this is, and we're talking about four years here. When you mm -hmm. think about how much time you have between now, whether you're 15, 18, 23, and by the time you're, you know, you're going to retire, yeah, you know, we'll we'll pretend that retirement is still something that's possible for our generations. I mean, so is buying a house, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get yeah. that. We'll get there eventually. We'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. We, yeah, we're going to cover everything. 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 We even got a whiteboard so you guys can see what the real calculations are. Exactly. Real-time math. <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah, although, you know, the... I've, I've never met a, a financial equation that uses the quadratic formula, so I'm not sure what high school was preparing us for. That's right. I'm still trying to figure out Fibonacci. Yeah, there's a little cool little snail thing. <laughs> little snail thing, you hear that? <laughs> He's supposed to be a finance major. <laughs> no, I kid, that's the golden ratio, actually. <laughs> the Fibonacci sequence, that's just the one where you add the number preceding it to that's get the it. number after. After, yes. <laughs> what it's actually supposed to model, I do not know. Something actually, yo, there's like... Exponential, yeah. exponential growth, yeah. There's, yeah, not just exponential growth. There's so many ways to use it. I, I remember I looked it up on YouTube, and this is totally off topic, guys. There's like 12, 15 different methods of using it, and it relates from geography all the way to like finance and math and whatnot. Uh, but all those to say, Please stick with us. We are your piece of daily budget. And, you know, let's try to avoid those punches in the wallet, guys. Mob and weave. <laughs> but honestly, like, no, we can't grow a channel without you guys. And we really need it. And by commenting, liking, sharing, and even discussing with us and, and, and getting back to us, we know what to talk about. We know who to address it to. And we also know what to bring forward. Yeah, no, exactly. I, as much as we make content that we think will provide value and we also want to hear what it is that you want, you know, whether you're watching us on YouTube, listening to us, you know, as a, a pure podcast, we want this to become much more than two guys sitting, talking into a microphone and a camera. We, we want to build a community. We have yeah. very large ambitions for this but we can't do it without your help. So I think this 
will pretty much bring us to the end of our first episode, but we will aim to release an episode weekly, maybe release, you know, more than weekly, depending on what's going on. If we have, uh, if, you know, if you find some, you know, we have like a, a salient experience or something that we just, <laughs> we just need to get out there. Yep. And depending on, like, you know, if we get a lot of requests and questions, we could absolutely do things like maybe a live stream, like a live Q and A. Yeah. But all that, you know, that will be to come. I think that's it from us for now. So thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. And uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>